right, so uh, insert an intro here. This is the Toxic American Podcast. I'm your host, Rudy. And we are going to go over the GOP debate from last night. Last night being Wednesday, August the 23rd. Um, apparently, they held it in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, if you're a Wayne's uh, World devotee. Swing. Um, I don't know why you held it in Milwaukee. Uh, no offense to the fine folks of Milwaukee and the hellhole that you currently reside in, but uh, that didn't make any sense. Um, I guess maybe Wisconsin's really nice in the summer. Never been there. Sounds wonderful. Why not just hold it in Green Bay? But I don't know. I don't. I don't work for the RNC, and the head of the RNC probably shouldn't work for them. But anyway, I digress. So I didn't watch the debate. I didn't watch the entire debate, I should say. I watched the vast majority of the debate, but I watched it on a live stream uh, on YouTube. Shout out to uh, Literally Heather for hosting that. Uh, Also with uh, Chris from, I think he's like PRS producer on Twitter. Um, But from Patriot Radio Sports, Chris, you're awesome as shit. Heather, you're even more awesome than Chris. Sorry, Chris. But without Heather, we don't know each other on the Twitter. So anyway, shout out to both of them. Um, it was fun. It's always nice to have kind of some interaction. If you can't have uh, person-to-person interaction, it's very cool to have like-minded interaction across the interweb. So anyway, <clears throat> um, I also want to give a shout out to the SMC Roasters, uh, Stocking Mill Roasters. Not because they sponsor this show and Heather doesn't sponsor this show. No one sponsors this show, but uh, just because SMC is awesome. Their coffee's amazing. Um, Apparently, it's veteran-owned, veteran-run. They're kind of a uh, very small operation operating, I believe, out of Florida is their headquarters. But also, uh, they're not Black Rifle Coffee, who sucks, and... The owner, or at least the guy running the uh, Twitter, (laughs) uh, will challenge people to uh, meet him, and I think that's pretty awesome. It's probably not awesome for the people he challenges, but uh, it's pretty awesome. Also, they had a sweet van at one time, and they've gotten a uh, less sweet van because it's modern, but it's still a van, and so uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, Buy some Stocky Mill coffee. Uh, it's fantastic stuff. I personally use it. I personally pay for it, but uh, always support the homies. So let's get to the GOP debate. So we had, well, how many do we have? About 100, felt like. Seven people on the stage um, from Mike Pence to Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott. Uh, Chris Christie, don't know why he was there. Uh, had to use the wood screws on the stage to make sure it stood up. Vivek Ramaswamy and uh, a guy named Doug Bergram, who apparently is Canadian, based on his accent. But So I'm going to give you kind of my unfiltered thoughts. I, I say unfiltered. They're filtered through me watching the live stream uh, with those folks last night. But also, I haven't looked into any polls. I haven't looked into any Anything that says this person won, that person won, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm as unfiltered as I can be. 
I guess. So anyway, um, I guess I could grade them as I go along, but anyway. So I'm kind of doing this on the fly. I have some minor notes, and I'm just going to go. So Mike Pence, um, full disclosure, I voted for Mike Pence as vice president twice. So technically, I vote, was voting for Donald Trump. I thought Mike Pence in 2020, when he had his debate against Kamala Harris, he absolutely steamrolled her. Not hard, um, although Kamala likes it hard. Um, it really was unfair. But to Mike Pence's credit in that VP debate, um, not coming off like a complete asshole who's just steamrolling like a, a you know a uh, mentally incapacitated person was uh, hats off to you, Pence. That was uh, that's that's tough to do. You know, it's like fist fighting your girl back in the day when you're like junior high and you're in that weird position of like. <clears throat> They're still kind of maybe bigger than you because you haven't hit puberty yet as a guy, but like you can't get beat up by this girl. But if you beat up a girl, like you kind of get back to zero. Obviously, if you lose to a girl, then you're the kid who lost to a girl, so you're like way less than a zero. So, you know, anyway. But Mike Pence last night, actually, I thought he did pretty well. <clears throat> he kind of hogged the stage as far as talking. Um, he wasn't speaking my language, if you get my drift. He sounded like an old-school GOP guy, like, you know, time has bashed you by, old man. Uh, he was probably boomer gold. All the boomers in the world who are GOP boomers probably loved it, probably ate that shit up with a spoon and asked for seconds. Um, he was pretty polished, um, kind of stayed on point most of the time. It is what it is. I will move on. Let's see, Ron DeSantis. So if, if, if I give, if I'm going to give out a grade, and I guess I'll give out a grade, I'll give Pence a solid B for being the establishment guy if you're the establishment GOP guy. So that brings me to Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis has some issues, some problems that he can't ever get away from. One is he's kind of a dork, which is, you know, it's not necessarily a knock, but it's very hard to be kind of dorky and also charismatic and kind of win the room and be the one who is, is who everyone's looking to on stage, to be the man. You know, it's tough. And... He seemed very, very timid at times. <clears throat> I don't like that. Now, I don't necessarily like a very loud, over-the-top guy like what Trump is on the stage. But he's got to figure out a way. Maybe he's just not that guy. Maybe I just have to face the fact. Full disclosure, I like Ron DeSantis a lot. I think it is a great... Um, kind of feather in his cap. It's a big deal that we know of a governor of another state who has some 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 pull uh, nationally who's just a white guy who didn't get in trouble. Let that sink in. He's just a white guy who has not been in trouble, who's a governor of a state, yet he has some pull nationally. Typically, to have pull nationally, someone know your name nationally as a governor, 
means you kind of messed up. You got arrested, you ran afoul of something, you're under indictment, there's people talking, you're being investigated, or you said something really stupid, or you're a minority candidate. Let's just be honest. We all remember the name Bobby Jindal, don't we, from Louisiana? What did Bobby Jindal ever do other, si other than be a GOP guy and be of, I think, Indian descent? Like, you know, Asia-Indian descent? But he was this rising star in the Republican Party, Bobby Jindal. And that faded really quick. So... Or you could be the guy from Washington, D.C., I believe it was, who got busted on camera buying crack or smoking crack or whatever it was. So, you know, there you go. I guess we had Scott Walker out of Wisconsin because he busted up the unions, if I have all of that right. He faded quick, way quick. He didn't raise a whole bunch of money. He didn't do all the things. So Ron DeSantis, getting back to him, has raised the kajillion dollars not only for his gubernatorial campaign in 2020 but he's also raised a bunch of money as in his presidential campaign he's too damn quiet he's too damn nice he has weird mannerisms whatever so does trump lots of them have weird mannerisms his are just dorky uh i'll critique the hell out of him because he kept bringing up the fact he was deployed with or alongside navy seals like dude you're a lawyer i know you went to iraq i know you were over there Shit could have gotten frosty. I get it. You're not a Navy SEAL. Okay? You should have made that clear. Hey, I'm not a Navy SEAL. They found it in their hearts to send me over there with the Navy SEALs. Technically, as a JAG officer, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but you possibly could have been the one to bring them up on charges. So, I don't... Maybe tone it down about the Navy SEAL stuff, Governor DeSantis. Um, I wanted to see him get in there and mix it up more. Again, he's too nice. I understand there's time limits. I understand they kept playing the little ding-ding, the little bell. So what? Own the stage, man, or at least act like you're on it. So if I have to give Ron DeSantis a grade, I have to give him a C. It passes. It's enough to keep you in the race, but... I, I need to see more, Ronnie. Moving on, Nikki Haley. Uh, dear God, Nikki Haley. Um, neocon much? It, there was this weird kind of duality or juxtaposition that Nikki Haley wanted to play of, we have to defend Ukraine, the Ukraine at all costs. We have to be there. Are we just going to let Russia run roughshod over us? First of all, there's no us. And then it was the, we know that Vladimir Putin wants to do this, this, and this. We don't know that, Nikki Haley, but we know this. We know you're a goddamn neocon, and we know that you want to just dump billions upon billions more dollars worth of our treasure into Ukraine. Now, you can thread this needle if you want to, Nikki, by saying, look, I think the best strategy is this. The Russians are grinding themselves out in Ukraine, and we all we have to do is spend money, and they just keep grinding themselves out. Not only are they spending money, but they're spending people. 
They're spending treasure. They're spending equipment and materiel. And we can grind them to a halt. And then when people say, well, they're partnering with China. Yep. And we'll grind them out in the Ukraine as well. Or you can pivot and say, not only will the Russians grind themselves out, but the Chinese will come in and try to save them. And then at some point, the Chinese are going to want some insurances for the money they're spending. And now them and Russia are at odds end. Now they're getting sideways and now they don't agree with each other. But that's not who you are, Nikki Haley. And that was abundantly apparent last night that you're a warmonger and you want, as Vivek called you out, good luck with your seats on Raytheon and the other boards. <clears throat> but it was this weird juxtaposition of we need to do all we can in Ukraine and spend all this money and blah, blah, blah. And then her final, like, closing statement was talking about my husband watching him get deployed and pick up that bag. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't hold those two things in your head at the same time of, we need to spend all this money. We need to do all this stuff in Ukraine. How'd that go with Vietnam and Korea? Of We're just going to spend all this money. We're going to train them. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And then we end up with boots on the ground actually fighting the damn war. Yeah, we didn't fight... China or Russia directly in either of those, but we fought those motherfuckers. We did. So you can't hold those two things in your head at the same time, Nikki Haley. So if I got to give Nikki Haley a grade, and it's sad because Nikki Haley has a good reputation or has a good, uh, 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 she does have a good reputation. Well, she did until last night. She has an even better resume. She was nicely dressed. She spoke well, for the most part. Like, literal words coming out of her mouth. She spoke well. But, you're just, you're a neocon. We all see it. None of us like it. Again, maybe it wins with boomers. I don't know. Maybe there's this huge support for the Ukraine war and us just dumping all of our money in there. I don't see that necessarily, especially when inflation's running wild. So, if I'm going to grade Nikki Haley, I have to give her a D minus. Look at me being a teacher. I deserve a raise, don't I? <clears throat> Maybe I should union up with the teachers. So then we come to Tim, Tim Scott. I don't dislike Tim Scott. I have no preconceived notions of Tim Scott. Um... He's been this kind of rising star within the GOP for the last few years. He seems qualified. He seems fairly capable. The problem I have with Tim Scott is he also seems like a robot who was programmed at the headquarters of the RNC. He has all of the things that he wants to say and he's going to say them. And then I have to make sure I get back on this other point. And then I have to make sure that as I speak with this cadence and I tell you what I'm thinking, it's obvious this is not what I'm thinking. And all glory be to God and my single mother. He just seems like a robot. Bro, nobody wants a robot. I don't know who Tim Scott is. I need to know who Tim Scott is. And the only way I can know that is when you speak, sir. 
So if I don't get any sort of genuine character or any sort of genuine personality, I'm not voting for a, a robot. It might as well be a wax statue with a soundtrack behind it that someone recorded somewhere. So Tim Scott, I guess I'll give you a C. I got to give you a C minus. You didn't do as good as, as DeSantis did. Here we come to old Chubbs, old Chris Christie. Old greasy Chris Christie. He just came around as kind of fat. Well, ain't no kind of. He came, he came across as fat, angry, chip on his shoulder that he later ate. He just seemed like the male Rosie O'Donnell to me. Um, he was in there giving it a go, giving it the fight, mixing it up. So at the very least, I guess I got to give him a C for that. Brings me now to Mr. Doug Berg Bergram. I got to be honest, I didn't know his name. Um, I had to look it up today. My bad. Um, I don't know why they allowed a Canadian in the GOP debate. Maybe they're trying to like CIA something with Trudeau and they can slip this old Bergram cat in there. Um, he was really well spoken. He'd be much better than Trudeau. Um, he'd be much better than a lot of people. Wait. He's something in North, North Dakota. Governor, North Dakota? What? Well, that's like southern Canada, isn't it? Close enough. Look, dude, you've been you've been governed. Look, you spoke well. You seem sane, very sane. Apparently, you hurt yourself playing a pickup game of basketball the day before, to which you had to go to the hospital, and they didn't even think you were gonna be able to stand. So, I got to give you, you know, the true grit award goes to Doug Bergram, I guess. But, bro, you've been you've been overseeing, like I don't know some elk and a moose or, or some cows or something and maybe, you know, a river or two or some I don't know. You seem like a fine fella. Apparently you made a kajillion dollars according to you last night, which good for you, like a good capitalist. But Doug, you seem like a guy that would do a bunch of damage up there in Canada, like good damage and bring it back. But we need somebody a little more uh, with a stiff upper lip, if you will, currently here in the United States. So uh, if I got to grade you, though, I thought you did really well. So I'll give you like uh, the metric B since you'll be in Canada. That's like an American F. Moving on. Mr. Vivek Ramaswamy. Sir, you made quite the statement last night. There's been a big issue leading up to this with your flip-flopping on things. Um, I need to dive deeper into your supposed flip-flops because it might be a wording thing. I understand you're a world-class salesman, and that was on show last night. You were owning the stage. You were owning the moment. You were, you were out there for uh, political blood. Boy, do I have to appreciate that. Man, did I find you likable last night. Um, I want to not like Vivek based on 
things I hear about flip floppy this and that and some of the tweets I saw were him talking about masking up why won't you do it if you're on this side of the aisle but then you know there's a lot of nuance to Vivek I'll give him that okay so I'm going to reevaluate me personally I'm going to reevaluate him as a candidate and some of his some of his supposed flip-flops in the past but I'm go I'm going to stick to the GOP debate Vivek stole the show. Not only did he steal the show because he was in the fight, he was in the moment, but he literally stole the show because he is unlike any of the others, unlike any of them. Obviously, that's because he was born 20 years before or more than the rest of them. So why would he be like them? I mean, he's a year younger than I am. But he's up there. He's in there. He had a big, big, big night. I, it would not be shocking to me to see him overtake DeSantis legitimately in a bunch of, of uh, polls coming out of this. Would not shock me at all. At all. He was the opposite of all the rest when it came to the war in Ukraine when it comes to any number of the issues, not only did he have a stance, he was able to articulate it, defend it, defend it again, and defend it for a third time. And he took on old Chubbs there and Christie. He took on the warmonger Nikki Haley. He took on Mike Pence constantly. He made Pence look 100 years old every time he talked. Now, I can understand, I guess, when people say, well, he was just there, he was fighting, and it, it's a really, it's a bad look that he's fighting. Is it a bad look? Think about that. If you're one of those people that think Vivek didn't show well because he was adversarial or confrontational, that's what we need currently. That's what we need, okay? So Vivek gets the only A. The only A. And as I was sitting here talking, I realized that I left someone out. Mr. Asa Hutchinson. Bro, I don't know why you were allowed on the stage. You got booed more than Chris Christie who got booed a lot. Asa. I hope someone's paying you a lot of money to do this, but you're a goddamn clown. I don't know what's up with Arkansas, why you were ever elected. Maybe you were the only one on the ballot, but you're a complete and utter disgrace, fool, loser. I, I You didn't get booed enough, bro. You did not get booed enough. They should have booed you every time Right when the question ended and you decided to put your hand up to answer it, boo this man. I guess I give you an F minus because that's as low as it goes in our modern grading system of our failing schools. My overall take of the GOP debate is this. 
it was a fail overall. And it wasn't just a fail because Fox News was running it and Fox News is not who you think they are. If you think they're on your side as someone who might lean right. But it was a fail because numbers of questions did not get asked. Like about maybe the trans issues of kids. Because obviously Fox News is now on the side of transing the kids. There's receipts out there. But to me, it was a bigger fail for this reason alone. Every single candidate talked about on their platforms of using federal power on the states and the people, bringing the weight of the federal government down upon the states and the people. Republican Party, the grand old party, you have lost your fucking minds. You're supposed to be the party of small government. You're supposed to be the party of limited government. You're supposed to be the party of the individual, the republic. Republic! But even your most staunch supporters like the Charlie Kirks of the world always refer to our country in the form of democracy, not understanding the hypocrisy that he is saying. None of these people on this stage ever once said, here's what we need to do. It doesn't matter what the issue is when it comes to domestic issues. Here's what we have to do. We have to move power away from the federal government and into the state's hands and into the individual's hands as much as we possibly can and let them make the decision. You can talk about ending the Department of Education. It'll just be replaced by something else. You can talk, Vivek, about... This was a weird one from Vivek, about we need to get rid of the teachers' unions at the local level. No, we don't. We need to get rid of the teachers' unions, period. We need to get rid of all public sector unions. That means teachers' unions, police unions, all of it. Firefighters' unions, all of it has to go away. We cannot sustain our country, our republic, so long as you have public sector unions which take their members' money, then give it into political donations to one side, that side gets elected, and then they negotiate in bad faith, obviously, conflict of interest, then they negotiate with that candidate that they helped get into office for a new contract, a new collective bargaining agreement. We have to take the power out of the federal government and give it back to the states. That's why it was a complete and utter damned failure last night. Now, Vivek at least might be on the right path. None of the rest of them seem to be on the right path. Maybe DeSantis is, but I don't know. He wouldn't fucking talk, and when he did, he talked about Navy SEALs, which he is not one. So that's the end of what I thought about the debate last night. I want to move on to some kind of headline news stuff. Um, apparently, a plane in Russia carrying the uh, hot dog salesman of the year one year, and then he got uh, 
promoted to uh, mercenary of the Wagner or Wagner group. We're going to say Wagner group. Uh, Mr. Prigozhin is dead, allegedly. Um, supposedly it's confirmed, but not confirmed. I don't know. You can't never trust a fucking Russian. Okay. That's what you're dealing with. You can never trust a Russian. Don't ever do it in your personal life and certainly don't do it when it comes to international affairs. Okay. Never trust a Russian. So my thoughts on Prigozhin, if he is dead, okay. Um, if he isn't dead, uh, okay. Did the CIA do it if he is dead? I don't know, aren't we supposed to hate Russians and he's a Russian? Do we or do we not support the Ukraine and the Ukraine people? And if we do support the Ukraine and the Ukraine people, then we're not supposed to like the Wagner group, right? He's a dead Russian. Who cares? He didn't do what allegedly he was going to do and overthrow Putin, so he might as well be dead, right? Well, Putin probably took his ass out. It is what it is. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Maybe you should have stayed serving hot dogs. I don't know. And then the biggest news of today, Donald Trump being arrested, turning himself in, being arrested down in Fulton County, Georgia. Look, everyone, I, I, it doesn't matter your personal feelings upon Donald Trump. <clears throat> This stuff is out of hand. This, there's been a lot of talk about Banana Republic. Um, we're close to that, but Banana Republics tend to involve the military doing X, Y, or Z. But this is not good territory. Uh, this is not where we want to be as a country. I never thought we'd be here as a country. I kind of blame the Libertarian Party for always claiming that certain presidents needed to be arrested and put up on uh, charges because we were in wars. Apparently, Libertarian Party doesn't understand that wars happen. Um, but more so, I blame the Democratic Party. Actually, I blame the Republican Party more because the Republican Party... At some point, you got to find your balls or your teeth. But you're not a true independent party. And these are the things happening right now that tell us you're not a true independent party. And when I mean independent, you're not independent of the Democrat Party. Because if you were, you would realize that you're at war with them. But instead... You're in contrition with them. You're trying to make peace with them. You're trying to find middle ground, aren't you, Kevin McCarthy? You're trying to do all of these things. Look, here's the thing. The abortion issue nationally does not play well for Republicans. It doesn't play well. Abortion bans do not play well. They don't poll well, and they don't do well in votes in the states either, for the most part, even in Kansas. Who gives a shit? If it costs you an election because you have to shut the country down because we're spending ourselves into literal oblivion to which we can never recover from, then so be it. Have the balls, Kevin McCarthy, to put that trajectory on, maintain, see if you can call their bluff, and let it happen. 
Would we be any worse off? But no, here we are. We're going to talk about, well, we're going to make some concessions. We're going to do this. We're going to act tough. It's a uniparty. Worse than being a uniparty is it's a uniparty led by a bunch of nut jobs who want to chop your kids' dick off and chop their uh, female breasts off in the name of affirmation. I understand that I went on a pretty good rant in this podcast, um, but it had to be ranted. It had to be said. That's how I feel. If you don't like it, well, fuck you. And if you do like it, think about subscribing, commenting, doing all the things. Um, Find me on Twitter, at Toxic American or Rudy with a Permit. Uh, You can send me a message on Twitter and say that you're a crazy psychopath and you should shut the fuck up. Or you can send me one that says, man, that was awesome or somewhere in between or whatever. I'm open to show ideas, topical ideas. If you want to hear me rant or rave about something, that's cool. Go ahead, send that to me. Um, I'm open to it. I will look at all of them. And in the meantime, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for all the things that you do. And I'll leave you with this. Stay toxic, America. Peace.